0: With Hello and welcome to The Nature of Avatar, the podcast where we do deep dives into every aspect of the Avatar universe. Now, this episode, we've got something exciting. Uh, as it's the end of season three and the beginning of a new era, aka season four, um, we're going to be doing a top five favourite characters episode with me, Otis, Orion and Sola. Sola might have to leave later but uh before we get into our top five favorite characters Orion has something to say okay um so basically last week if you're a har actually no we never sorry so yeah if you release if you if you listen to otis's um the art of the animated series episode um you'll know that we couldn't. Uh, release the um, uh, the Kiyoshi Novels part one uh, last week because I haven't sent Otis the recording and basically uh, we've decided since then that we're not going to do any more book reviews because they've all turned out horribly horribly wrong um, yeah pretty bad well, from The Promise, where it wasn't edited right, and just went on and on and on and on. I still haven't listened to that one at all. You, you know, I actually, the other day I watched Encanto, and you know the song, We Don't Talk About Bruno? I don't like that song. Neither but, do I. It, it's like what, really, but it's on the most listened song. It is, but it made me think of something, uh, and I had in my head, we don't talk about promise no 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 we don't talk about promise why do you have
1: I've that in your head because i thought what's worse than we don't talk about bruno the Wait, my friend told me it got into the big 40 and it was playing on the radio when he's in the when he was in the car yeah it got a number one in the uk really i i,
0: I think the most the most paid song ever um the most paid song ever is Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. So that that one, that's Shape of You has 3,075,442,236 all-time plays. And I've never listened to that song. <laughs> ah, it's a little bit sus, but give it a, ch- a shot. I shall. Anyway, okay. um What Kanto your- song? Pardon? What's your favourite Kanto song? I don't like any encanto songs. I don't like musicals in general. Good um, point. Honestly, I I found that there's just too much, too many songs. Like I prefer one with a good story. Like, like even cars or planes was better than that. Actually, I'm a fan of cars too. Just say. My
1: main problem was that I think the worst song in the film was the first song. And they put that at the very beginning. They don't yeah. give you one of those. yes. Yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, there's that like family something or other. It's like so this is. And it's all in Spanish. Yes, uh, in like I didn't like that speaking part. The butterfly song at the end was quite nice. But other than that, yeah. I, mean, okay. I didn't mind we don't talk about Bruno. But... I, I like Surface Precious. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> Lola, do you want to tell us your honourable mentions? So, in, in my honourable mentions, I've put a Hang on, hang on. Can, can we first
0: just quickly explain what the honourable mentions are?
1: Yes, OK. Before this episode, Orion didn't really know. Um. Let's go. So, honourable mentions in a ranking, well, episode, tend to be things that didn't quite make it into the top five, or top ten, or whichever number you're doing. Being an honourable mention means you're just very close... To and you should be saying said and spoken about, but you didn't make it. That's what honourable mentions are. And we're gonna have three today for each person. Okay, Sola, hit it. So for my honourable mentions I put Asami, Kuvira and Julie. Yeah? Why did you why did you pick those? What
0: stood out to you about those particular three characters? That wasn't the best, but what
1: is it? I think they were cool characters, but the main pro- problems I had with Kuvira, was well, not really a problem, but like Kavira didn't get much time in Legend of Korra. Like only in the last season you see Kavira and in the book. But, yeah. Cool. Uh, Orion,
0: do you want to tell us about yours? Yeah, I so I, I put Ozai, Katara, and Lin. So firstly Ozai I find Ozai's a bit a little he's a little bit over the top one dimensional in in a way. Mm. Yeah, I agree um, with that. And then Katara she's a little bit um, I don't know like she her, her actual bending skills are good great but I find her character a little bit boring because she's a bit like oh and that's like her favourite line because she's like there in order to comfort Anne and in order for there to be an aang Katara relationship, whereas the actual addition she makes to the series is not absolutely huge. I think I can get behind what you're saying here. Like these characters like Ozena and Katara, they're good characters and they're very important for the series, but they don't really take it to a new depth and they're so one-sided they don't have like a character arc and stuff. Exactly, because I find like, Anne goes through so much stress and emotion. He's a more interesting character than Katara. I'm just yeah. not a fan of I've that. Seen... Sorry, orin I've seen these TikToks, right? Uh, because of course, the For You page is covered in Avatar. Um, of people that are like, or memes online that are like, someone breathes Katara, touches her necklace, My mother used to breathe. I'm so over the top, because my mother. It's like, yeah, we get it. Aang's entire people were wiped out. Sokka had the same mother. And Tof's parents don't care about her. Zuko's mum left and is probably dead, and his father literally disowned him. We get it.
1: Not to mention, really, it was horrible to him and burned him. And literally banished him from his entire country and community.
0: Exactly, and then Katara's like, we had a special connection. It's like I get it. Anyway, Aurin. go ahead. Katara's mother was very, um, uh, it's actually quite an honourable, cool character, um, as she defends her daughter uh, and dies for her. Whereas the opposite is that with Ozar, he basically be like, don't kill me, take my son. Yeah. And okay. also, Lynn, I haven't finished The Legend of Korra, so I don't know whether it's fair I put her in um, my honorable mentions bit, but I I find that she's just not one of my, she she's a brilliant character, but I, I find she's, honestly, she would have made it into my top five. I just had so many other characters to put in there. I didn't have space.
1: Just, um. I don't think I explained like for honorable mentions, but like with Oso, a lot of the characters can be have this one personality that becomes their main personality, and they don't really show much of the other personalities, which is why I put like just mainly why I put Asami in honorable mentions, and also Julie was did was was a cool character, but like not much happened until the comics but yeah wow
0: she she looks a lot like judy just saying yeah anyway okay I'd my turn my honorable mentions are the cabbage man lin Fong, and sue yin Fong. so i'm going to start off with the cabbage man uh i felt like he had to be in this episode uh, because he's just such a big part and he's lots of the comedy in the episode. Apart from that, there's not much. But then Lin and Suyin, uh, the Bei Fong the Beifeng half-sisters, they have some of the best plot in all of Tilok, like, literally. The character arcs, Yin is a kind of stuck-up, um, younger half-sister, Sola's doing cool filters. Um, and then she goes through a change and becomes a better person because of it. And you see both of her, like, backstory in is amazing and how they struggle with their childhood growing up. They struggled as young adults and then, probably both in their 50s, um, are finally back together as siblings. And I really, really like it. Um, so, guys, your fifth favourite character in Avatar,
1: Sola, who's yours? So, for my fifth, I put Iro. I know Iroh is a great character and he's, like, has a lot of important things to the story and is a really good example of who you want to be. But still, like a lot of the other characters, he kind of ends up showing a main personality. Like there are some, he does a lot of cool things, which is why, and he is a really cool character who they put a lot of thought into, I think. And there's a lot, he he says a lot of really wise things, but still, I don't think he's quite at the top. You don't think, okay. Orion.
0: Yeah, I also put Iroh um, in the top five. I find that part, some of my favourite bits of Avatar is the bending. I'm not going to lie, but it's the bending. And I find that Iroh doesn't demonstrate a whole lot of bending. He's a really cool character, but I prefer he's really clever, deep, um, and has. there's a lot of life lessons which he teaches Zuko but I find that um he's not his like his personality and stuff isn't quite as good as Toff's or Zuko's Azula's or the high and mighty Kiyoshi. so I had to put her in fifth okay that's understandable so you both put Iroh in fifth I feel sad um okay Orien, can you stop DMing me, we are recording a podcast. My fifth favorite character is Toph, because I know you're all like, oh my God, her bending is so good. And it is really good. But for me, Avatar is the philosophy and and the life lessons and, and what it teaches you and the backstory, all of the other stuff, rather than like, it's what's inside that counts. So, um, I love Toph, and I think people always say she needs more character arc, she needs more development. She has one of the best developments in the series. And by this, I mean, like, look at her life story. She was six. Orion, I don't like Toph. But she ran away and was taught by a literal blind badger. That's like four times the size of her. Wow, Um, really little flying badger, right? Four times the size of her. Wow. No, but, like, it's actually good. And her parents and the whole character with her parents and in the rift and stuff, like, she has a really good character development, but I think she's not in the series much. Uh, So we just need her. I want to see... Oh, see, in the comic, she's a really big part of the promise. She is. She's a really big part of the rift. She has a whole she has a whole top eight metal bending academy de- devoted to her yeah yeah sure. you say she's and she's in most of season two and all of season three and yet she's a very small character because yeah, like you've got is- zuko higher up than top on your list don't tell everyone that don't tell them what place he is um but, no, I still think there should be, like, a whole other series developing tough. I kind of agree with... So, there's this podcast that I really like that is sadly discontinued. Um, but, well, I mean, of course, we're not going to help our competitors. <laughs> no, shush. They're not competitors. They're way out of our league. Um, they're called The Avatar... I know, way below us, right? We've got 330 subscribers. Well done us. Yeah, the Nature of Avatar podcast. They're now Keyframe, Reframe. Check them out. But they did an Avatar ratings and she also said um, that Toph needs more series and I agree with that. But I'm ranting now. So,
1: Sola, what's your fourth favourite character? Azula, because Azula is really cool and I feel like is probably one of the more relatable characters in a way because sometimes heroes of shows they tend to be slightly over the top they're only I believe in what's good and what's right but it tends to be there aren't as many people like that and sometimes you want to go in full Azula and get really angry and like I think with Azula they went as well over the top it's like some- But you can kind of tell that they're doing this, and she's meant to be the kind of, all of your angry emotions that you want to let out, like, times ten. And has a really interesting personality, but is also very one-sided, but, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Orion, who's yours? I'm sad with this, Orion,
0: but who is it? Zuko in four because I I find Zuko's got the most character development of any character but I just find like if you add everything about Zuko together there are more interesting there are cooler more inspirational characters than Zuko you watch Zuko I I find that Zuko and Aang both share some similar experiences but I put Zuko pretty low down because he's just... He's just not that, he's just not that interesting. I find, I I mean, he's sort of interesting, but I find when you add everything about Zuko together, he's just not that great a character. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but he isn't on Sona's list at all, so... Yeah, anyway, my fourth favourite character is also Azula because she has one of the best plots and the best animation and the best art. I mean, not art, sorry, art in the entire series.
1: She starts so, so out, she's undomitable. I mean, indomitable. mention being like the first lightning bender you ever see as well. well I mean, yeah. oh, she's actually her form. Well, no, actually, um, Sola. The first time you
0: see someone bending lightning is when you see Ira redirecting it in the store, but that's it another is. story. But also, but, um, this, even the arc not like is it. exceptional. Yeah, but um, the arc like she starts out, she is her form is immaculate, her bending is a great, and she's like fourteen. In fact, she is fourteen, and her dad sent her on the most important job in the Fire Nation. And then at like 15, she becomes Fire Lord. She's kind of strong and then she just slips and her slipping is the best. So, yeah. Um, Yep, so Sola's got to go now. So we're going to read out um, his top three. Bye, Bye, Sola. Bye, Sola. Have a nice day. So. Do you wanna do Sola's third favourite character in Avatar? I'm honestly not gonna do it because I have no idea who they are. Oh, okay. So Sola's put as number three, he's put Varrock. And for those of you who have watched Men of Korra, funny and I don't know why Sola liked him. So it's kind of bad that he had to leave. But so is their favourite character, was Varrock, I think, because he's funny and cool and imaginative and dyslexic. Wait, they, they have... I, I find, like, The Legend of Korra is so good because they have characters with these... um Like, they have their first character with a physical disability. Who's um, that? Um, that's Minghua. Oh, yeah. And then Korra's in a wheelchair and struggling with mental health, and Barracks dyslexic, and and there's a gay relationship. Wait, where's the gay relationship? Cora and Asami, well, lesbian. Uh, actually, probably, if they were to make it Actually, sorry, bisexual. Well. Because Cora dated Marco and Bolin, and Asami no, dated- no, but then that, that means that- Kara and Asami are bisexual, but there yeah. is a lesbian relationship. Essentially, that. Okay. Uh, so, Orion, what's your third favourite character in Avatar? Yep, I've put Toph. She's funny, okay. she's powerful, she's honestly got the greatest personality. Because I, I I, think I've mentioned this a couple of times, be the rogue earthbending video I watched was hilarious, honestly, but Toph, there was Toph who bumped Katara 30 feet into the air with earth, uh, and honestly, she's, I'm gonna have to say fiery, but that's a term I use for a lot of characters, but what about gritty? Gritty, that, that is perfect, Otis, that is absolutely perfect. Toph is gritty. Gritty, Mean and all-round amazing, so I've put her in third place. Okay, my third favourite character in Avatar is Kyoshi. So Thank you, roll for later. You all know I love Kyoshi because she's cool and mean and it's like tough but a bit cooler. Otis, oh, so... I'm honestly, I'm honestly ashamed with what you put you only gave Kyoshi third place. Well, mm, yeah, because I got some I got some I got some hardcore I got some fiery characters for first and second. And Otis, you literally haven't read the Kyoshi novels. There's Actually, we're not going to bring up the Kiyoshi novels because, you know, they're dead in our photos. But anyway, um, it's an epically cool book. Hopefully you can come round to my house, and can read the first couple chapters. Yeah, or we can read the entire book. The what? Yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> um, Yep. Yeah, she's really cool. So that's mine. Sola's second favourite character, Orion, you can talk about this. Uncle Iroh. And we all know Uncle no. Iroh. Wait, what? Sola's second favourite character. Oh, sorry. I looked at your second favourite character. Yeah. Sorry. I'm death Deathstare right now. Deathstare over Zoom. Because, yes, <sighs> we do record over Zoom every week. We do. Uh, okay, go. Um, yep, yeah. Toph. For the same reasons I give, I believe. She's gritty, Otis. Um, she's funny. Um, she's got that amazing personality. Um, the great character arc, running away. Um, her parents hate her. Then being reunited with her father um, in The Rift. And you never see her mother again, which is
1: kind of sad. But. Poppy, okay, basically. Poppy and Lau
0: oh. Sounds like something from Demon Slayer, really. Um anyway. For Orion's second favourite character. It's Azula because I find I've honestly picked some of these characters from my top third from my third top, all the way upwards, because Toph invented metal bending. She's amazing. Um, Anyway, from top upwards, it was basically on bending, because I find although Azula's such a great, powerful character um, in terms of her mind, bending? I mean, she's unbeatable, literally. Smoke bending, guys! Wait, what? Yeah, uh, smoke and shadow. She's smoke-bends. Oh, okay, that's cool. Because, yeah, so Smoke and shadows is essentially devoted to her and Zuko. I find her lightning bending is just amazing. Wait, yeah. we never did Azula. We never did Azula. Wait, what? We never did Azula in season three. Were we supposed to? No, I mean, I, we completely forgot about her. <laughs> season six, characters again. Yeah, Aang's going to have to be in season six. Azuma, 2 Mm-hmm. Because I, I think I quite like these um 12-week seasons. I think they work quite well. So yeah. if we do season four, 12-week two, um, and maybe we do 11 characters and then our top five... um <laughs> 11 events and then our top five favourite events, that would yeah. be pretty cool. Um, yeah. We're getting no a structure on this podcast now. But yeah, so he's a you like Azula. And my second favourite character, he was gonna be my first favourite, then he was gonna be an honourable mention, but now I's, he's on back on second. It's Uncle Iron. He's just so cool. And I don't really care about the bending. It, I mean, the bending's epic orient, don't get me wrong. But the life lessons and the philosophy oh <laughs> just the listeners do not know how weird you're being right now. I just, are you, are you like, are you trying to, are you trying to strangle yourself with your belt? In no. Love of, uh, no. Okay, I'm not with. Um, I'll throw that so cool. I like he goes in the spirit world and does all the stuff, and he's like, yeah. and then you see him in the Legend of Korra. And he's so cool and like the life lessons and I forgot to say, but only justice will bring peace and that's not an Iroh quote is it? That's a Kyoshi quote. Oh, let um, me think of an Iroh quote. Okay, no that's an Aang quote. Okay. The meaning of inner strength is that- I'll Stop! Do it in Iroh's voice. I Okay.
1: Define the truth no i can't you find you the true.
0: no wait that's really wrong
1: to <laughs> find the true meaning of inner strength
0: you must reach into yourself and then you will find the greatest change that
1: is the meaning of inner strength oh, oh, God, what power.
0: about the one the one about the town with us every dark town has a silver lining every dark cloud has a silver lining to find the purity just take a bite out of the silver sandwich okay first favorite character for solar let's get a drum roll Notice, i have we recording on zoom we have a drum roll sound effect Soda's favourite character is Korra, and I don't really know why, but she has a great personality. I mean, over the six years that the legend of Korra takes up, she changes so much and so well. So, yeah. Now, Orion, drum roll? Hang on. Moral. Let, let me get the drum roll sound effect back up again. And you can tell us who your favourite is. it's kiyoshi avatar kiyoshi is my personal favorite character inventor of glass bending user of lightning bending she's so brilliant and her story's amazing too um and you can read about uh kiyoshi in the award-winning actually it's not award-winning i wanted to say award-winning i don't think it's won the awards so, yeah. Um, the letter, the the nature of Avatar, book of the year award winning. No wait, hang on. Book of we the year. year? Does, wait, shall we do a book of the year? Well, we will. But let's say nature of Avatar, award winning. The rise and shadow of Kyoshi. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're, they're they're amazing books, and Kyoshi. Um, is is such a great character because her story is sort of like Zuko's. Not not quite like Zuko's, but it's got that feel to it. It's the and, and she journeys around the world a lot like Aang. So I feel as if since Kyoshi, it's it's Kyoshi the Kyoshi aren't fan-made because they were made with the creators, but I find they were made after the series. So they have taken inspiration from both series um, and all the characters within them. So, for instance, I can see a lot of parallels with from her journey to Aang's journey. Because for instance, in She Runs Away, uh, she's running from people all the time. And but the Kyoshi novels themselves are definitely for older kids. Um, so, if you're one of our younger listeners, then maybe consult a parent before um, before purchasing or uh, reading the books, as they are pretty violent. And a little Out. bit... I do hate to butt in, but we've only got three minutes left. We're going to have to do a drum roll for my favourite character in Avatar and the Legend of Korra, it's... Zuko! I love Zuko. He's such a cool character. Like, his redemption arc. How's it going? (laughs) Sorry. His redemption arc and all of that, it makes him so detailed, so deep. His life story, his feature in The Legend of Korra. Yeah, it's really cool. So, that is our top five favourite characters. That's all for this episode. I'll see you in season four of The Nature of Avatar. And And remember, um, check out our website if you'd like more um, in depth um, preview, uh, a more in depth preview on season four of The Nature of Avatar. Because currently we're recording at what's the time right now? We Uh, we get up early every Sunday, nine o'clock. 12 minutes past 10. 12 minutes past 10. As soon as we finish this, and we rejoin, and we let the recordings get ready, um, Otis and I will write down the order of events we're going to do for season... What was that? That (laughs) Um, I was like a thumbs up. um, For season for The Nature of Avatar. And it will be epic, because we're doing the events. Um, So from Dead the Black Sun, to the water bending master, we're gonna cover everything. Everything. So uh, I'll see you. And, and if simple. you want, if you want to find uh, the podcast on Spotify, mm. just search in um, Cabbage Inc. That's I N C. Um, and that will get the podcast up. If you're listening on a smart speaker alternatively smart speakers are a bit annoying so if you want to listen to them on a smart speaker just say the name of the smart speaker and then say play a podcast about the nature of avatar and that should play our podcast yeah so i'll see you all in season four of the nature of avatar Mm, bye and remember to leave a like and subscribe Okay, maybe do your unwise thing again.
1: Mm, bye!